Hey, and welcome back to episode 18 of the Hoping Mom and Dad podcast. I'm Becky and this is Fuzz. And we're here to talk to you about trying to conceive, infertility, and all kinds of things that put you in the shit club that we all belong to. So, Fuzz, how was your week? Um, it was alright. I've been pretty nocturnal lately. Um, I've been... Um, this, is where, this is where I bore the shit out of everyone for about mm. a minute and tell you the stuff that I've been doing. Yeah. But I'm a photographer and I've got... Um, I'm a filmmaker and a photographer and I've been working on personal projects and I've got like 10 hard drives um, and because I'm a photographer, everything needs to be backed up. So I've been going through and sort of cleaning them up and looking at stuff and realising that I've got like half-finished projects from before that I need to do. Um, Story of my life, half-finished projects. Yeah, so I've been doing that, getting ready for lockdown. I love lockdown. It's always nice this time <laughs> I love lockdown. Well, I'm going to lean into it. You know, like people are going, uh, like I yeah. saw an amazing, um, I saw an amazing post. I was just from about the to mention you saying that post. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Guardian's post. And it was basically saying that scientists, um, you know, those people who actually know what they're talking about, which yeah. everyone thinks are like Bill Gates henchmen trying to eat your brains or whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, just... Yeah, anyway, like, the amount of misinformation going around and people being silly billies is unreal. Um, but the Post said that, like, if you reframe the situation as a challenge, mm-hmm. then it becomes a lot more tolerable. Yeah, it's all about mindset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm leaning into it. Yeah. Like Christmas, you know, like... When it gets cold, it's that time of year, lockdowns come in. Yeah. I'm going to stock up, make sure i got all the stuff I need to make, Keep recipes and stuff. Yeah. And Keep the outlook positive and think of it as your next challenge. That's what you kind of said from it, from that article, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Um, and I have been really busy um, at work. And yeah, I we've both been waiting for a call from the Fertility Institute, because we were expecting that we might hear from them at the end of the month. It's currently the end of September 2020, and we were expecting that they might give us a call to say that we could start treatment, what have you. Um, and I'm one of those people that, like, looks for signs. Not looks for signs, but notices. Like, you if do. I'm walking down the road, I'm like, oh, two magpies, one for sorrow, two for joy. Um, and then I'm like, oh, maybe today's a day. And um, it just hasn't been the day. I've been calling them nonstop and reaching the answer phone and it's been annoying but I finally got through today and yeah it was pretty not the news we were expecting really no but um it's my job to be like okay bring in the ice buns (laughs) yeah you know bring in all the treats and stuff it's not your job to do that you're allowed to think it's rubbish too yeah but I don't I think it's we're, we're no closer but it's not any worse you think we're no further away I, I disagree. I find it a bit ugh, annoying. But um, no, basically... But, but we, I, I, you know, like I, one of us could get ill and that would push it back. There's mm. so many factors that could push. Like say everything was perfectly fine and well. Mm. There's loads of things that would, uh, that could like push it back or make it worse or whatever. And the fact is, this is the world now. So mm. I'm just choosing to go to accept it and be like, oh, well. Because yeah. it'll drive you mad. And I'm not yeah. saying that you're... Uh, it's not wrong to feel pissed off and, like, try and gauge it against a situation where all of these things haven't happened. But it has happened. And I've just kind of tried to accept it. And I'll be like, right. How... Like, whatever I do, it isn't going to change the situation. Mm. I think... Um, no, but whatever I do is not going to change the situation. No. So, 
Are we, have we lost anything? No. Are we um, any closer to it? Who knows? No, probably not. We probably have to wait a little bit longer. But as it stands, we're on the, you know, we, we're on the list. Mm. We're waiting for treatment. And, you know, we just get yeah. it when we get it. I think it's just for me, constantly dashed hopes and being told one thing and then, and then another thing. Um, and you're given a time frame and then that time frame and the goals are moved. So I found it really hard to keep it together on the phone today. In fact, I didn't. I cried. I couldn't help it. Yeah. Well, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm just mm. saying that, like, my outlook is to a bit different. And I think it might I think work my better. outlook will be different tomorrow, but it's very raw right now. No, no. And I, I know, well, you know, I um, get... Um, I grind my teeth at night. Um, it's called bruxism when you've got that new. But I, I've got a really tight jaw now, and I think it's just because there's that tension in my body. So I'm feeling my teeth feel sore, like I've been clenching. So I, hate I need to chill I and relax. I hate talking about it because every time I feel, every time I talk about my outlook on it, I feel like it's just going to piss you off. You don't piss me off. You don't but it's really, and I know. Um, I think we just have I to recognize how we both feel. You feel okay about it. Yeah, but you can also it. try and, you, like, if I saw you spiraling and going, getting really upset mm-hmm. and getting things, I would try my best to try and change your outlook. Yeah, I wouldn't that's just, fine. I yeah, wouldn't just say. I think you should do that, but it literally happened today, um, like a few hours ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm literally getting teary eyed now because I'm just a bit. I know, but we'll get there. I know, yeah. And it's a few more months to just like prepare my body and get ready for it and stuff, but it's also because you're not really bloody shit. If you yeah, but <laughs> and if you think about it, it might be a good thing. Maybe because you've just gone back to school. Mm-hmm. You know, COVID luckily doesn't exist in primary schools because they put thirty kids <laughs> together in little boxes and they tell oh. they say no, no naughty coronavirus off you off you go. Same with the seven people, seven mm. person turns up. You know, Corona comes out so. Maybe we might have a government that knows what it's doing and, yeah. like, has got a bit of a better grip on the situation. Because how, like, think about it this way. If we're going to go down hypothetical routes, how shit would it be to get treatment, take all your bits and pieces, and then and then have it cancelled? Mm-hmm. It would. Would you rather... <laughs> I always burp on... I'm not getting into talking about stuff. Yeah. But... You're an animal. No, so would you... You know, they, are they delaying everyone, or is um, it? No, or are we just? We're just not prioritised. So there we new go. Patients, yeah, so there just, we go. So it's not us. Yeah, so the the people that are before us, we already know, are probably like older, have less time, have got like worse odds of mm-hmm. successful treatment. So, you know, try and take a pinch of like if we were five years further down the line. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it took ages to get onto the list and everything like that. And then COVID happens. Yeah, but it's you'd all... be like, oh my God, I'm turning 40. I'm turning 40. I'm turning yeah. 42. Like, I need to get this done. So Everything's relative though, isn't it? Yeah. So... But if you... I'm just trying to... I know age find... isn't on your side, but to me, my age isn't ideal either. And I don't think it'll be a simple process for us. Mm. Anyway, hopefully it will. And... Tomorrow I will feel better. But not but today battle, I'm but allowed to sulk and you feel are. annoyed. And I'm allowed to say it it's could be okay. worse. Yeah, of course you are. But we're not that old in IVF terms. No, we're not. But exactly. in January, if they call us in January, I'll be 33. And then... This is a horrifying thought. 
There are people that have missed elective surgeries for serious illnesses that might be doing IVF now because they might not be around. I know. Like, so let's try and find the positives. I'm not being ungrateful. I'm not saying you are. I'm not saying you are. But I'm just, I'm always going to try and be positive and find a way, a reason. But that's like what Elise said the other day. Positive. Yeah, uh, but I'm allowed. Positivity or whatever. Yeah, but that's her opinion. Like yeah. I'm allowed. That it, is also a real thing. It's not an opinion. Yeah, but I'm not being toxic. I'm. I'm. I can't change the situation. No, you can't. But you can't force the positivity on me. I'm not. I'm just telling you how I feel. Okay. And I recognise that, and I'd like you to recognise that today. I don't feel positive, but tomorrow no, I might do. But I'm always going to try and <laughs> mention things that we should be grateful for. Yeah. And always think it could be worse. Let's. Welcome to our first difficult conversation on the It's podcast. not a difficult conversation. <laughs> but at the same time, if someone tells you you're not allowed to be positive or if someone tells you that being positive is, is bad... I'm not. ...then I'm going to disagree with that. I feel the opposite. I feel like you're telling me that I can't be negative. Yeah, but you that's not what I'm saying. I'm trying to highlight things that we should be grateful for and how it could be worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I agree. So, yeah. This is why it's really good for us to have the podcast because we're getting both sides of the story and you can see it happening in real time, like how we support each other and how we... I know, but I do think you hang on to certain things if it fits your agenda a little bit. I'm not hanging on to anything. It's been like five minutes since the phone call. No, no, I know. But I'm just saying that like... Like, you're you're pissed off. You Mm. get it. It's horrible, right? Yeah. Now... Someone, there's going to be loads of people out there that are saying, you can think, you can really have a shit time and have a, you know, like, just lean into the shitness of it. Mm -hmm. And there are going to be people out there that are going to say, that's really shit. Like, how can we try and focus on better? And that will be me, just not this hour. Mm. (laughs) um, But we will get there. I know. Yep. And I guess it's more... I'm not feeling like that this, this minute and that's okay. That is okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there are loads of other people out there that are, like, I I don't even like thinking about it because it, when I try and empathize with people that might be, like, dying and, like, having... Because that happens, doesn't it? People have kids because they... So we're still here. We're going to get through it and we're going to cross our fingers. Hopefully everyone, like, you know, has a good time and um, has a good time. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hopefully everyone you know, get through this COVID stuff because that seems to be the bane of our life, which is nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing that we could have done. It's not your fault, it's not my fault. I think that's everyone's fear at the moment, isn't it? Because no one knows really, especially with any kind of um, elective treatment as well. You don't know if it's going to interfere with it. So. Well, there's, there's cancer operations that are not going ahead. Cause I know. So, <laughs> Calm yeah. down. I'm, I am calm. I'm just yeah. saying that like, we really got to like find like be mm-hmm. grateful but not right now yeah okay that's mm-hmm. i won't say anything no you can't say anything but just you know i'm fine i will be fine mm. and it's okay for me to because they did now. say as well it was the end of september or august september no, look i've had this conversation with the manager for the fertility institute yeah? like i am not we won't be spoken to in october it's not gonna happen no i know but before today's phone call we we're told it yeah, could be this. but we were know. told the wrong thing, which is the whole reason I'm upset. Hmm. Well, not, did, did they know? It's not, I did think they you, know for weeks then, or did they just? No, find they, out? Ju- they just 
they just tell you things. They they all tell you different things and they don't know based on your circumstance. They don't look at your files. So mm. they're just constantly dashing your hopes because they, they give you like an end game. And that's it. I'm not. I'm not like throwing my toys I, out the pram well, I, I, and saying I want my treatment now. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm upset about is the fact that we've constantly been told different things by different people. Yeah, and we did have to chase up my DNA results. We've had to chase up everything. Maybe I wonder if that was cleared up faster. If we would have been further along, but you can't, like I, I'm not going to no. get into that because it's just going to. But we got good things to look forward to. Yep. We're still alive. We're still here. Mm-hmm. We've got an amazing family around mm-hmm. us. And, and we're going to speak to Sheila Beans later. And Not on the podcast, though. No. Yeah. We could do, though. We could get the One girls day. on. One day. Um, this week, we spoke to a lovely lady, uh, a good friend um, in the Trying to Conceive community. She's very popular and um, sharing everything that she's been through. It's um, Nizreen or Niz from at our underscore little underscore lima i think <laughs> i think it's that so yeah like it could be that it might not no. be like, well, we i'll tell you what we'll news. do i'll tell you what we'll do is we'll put the description uh, we'll put all the um links, links to the, the accounts bio. and stuff yeah. in the description, description. below mm-hmm. and maybe even on the screen if we're feeling a bit fresh yeah we'll do jazzy. that so we but hope it, you enjoy. it was nice to have a bit of positivity yeah it was so and we've been asking for that for ages. So. I know. And we had a great chat with Niz. She's also a teacher and it was just good to um, talk to her about what she's been through. So we hope you enjoy listening to that. Recording. And okay. here we go. So, uh, yeah, we have another episode today with an amazing guest. Becky is going to take over and get this party started. Yeah. Hey, Niz, how are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? Really good. It's so lovely to have you on. Oh, thank you. I know you've probably had a busy day like me because we're both teachers, um, but we won't yeah. go too much into that. I, um, I'm just really grateful that you've come on and would like to share a little bit about what you've been going through lately with your uh, fertility experience. Yes. Well, it's a quite a long story. Um, shall I start from the very, very, very beginning? I mean, why not? Uh, that's well, are you yeah. sitting comfortably <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah comfortably. are you sitting comfortably um i believe all my um issues started when i was about 15. Mm-hmm. um uh my periods were sort of coming every two weeks um wow. but when you're that when you're that young they just sort of the, so obviously my mom took me to the doctors because there was something wrong yeah. and they, they fob you off and they say oh you know here's the pill that will sort you out and that was it there was no investigation there was no nothing it was literally just take the pill. And obviously you're young, you don't think about yeah. babies. Obviously that's the last thing you want. So I was on you know, the pill for about 10 years yeah. um, until I met my now ex fiance. Mm-hmm. And um, so obviously decided to come off the pill. And I thought, you know, you're so naive when you, you have no clue about fertility and infertility and whatever else. So um, I came obviously off the pill and I thought, oh my God, I'm going to get pregnant the next month, mm-hmm. as you do. Yeah. And um, so obviously a year went by and nothing happened. And I just sort of had this inkling, something's wrong. And I'm that type of person that when uh, something's sort of not going right, I'm like, right, I need to do something now. I'm so, uh-huh. I'm so, I'm so eager. Yeah. So I was like, right, let me go to the doctors, um, get some tests and stuff. And I thought they'd be, you know, really supportive from the beginning. And uh, no, I mean, it's just, it's just to get anything, you know, it was, 
painful honestly I was phoning up all the time I was um chasing appointments and they they just weren't really interested you know I was in my 20s they you know they basically wanted to say you're so young just keep trying and you know Ah. um so eventually I did get some tests on I had sort of um, a scan initial scan some blood tests and it all came back fine um so they decided um you know let's let's just you know you're young go go and try for another couple of years two years they said go and try and I was like well I I had I didn't have a clue and I thought oh well the doctor's right maybe I am young you know maybe maybe it's fine maybe I just need to relax in your early 20s was it uh no I was sort of 26 27 yeah um so I mean yeah not early and um, so obviously I did, I went away. And then me and my now ex-fiance, we did end up breaking up. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, yeah, we we just, we broke up. So then that was that. And now I've met my current partner. We've been together just over two years. Yeah. And we sort of, we would, I, I never went back on the pill because I thought, well, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah I'm, I can't have children easily. So, you know. Um, up, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't want to didn't want to mess myself up again. And then obviously we started trying a year after we'd been together. Yeah. Nothing happened. So because I'd already sort of been in the system because I'd had tests done before, uh-huh. I sort of went back and I said, you know, what 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 can you do? I'm, I've been trying for you know basically six years to get pregnant. Now all in all, what what can you you do to help me? And yeah, that was sort of like another long process, and I had to really chase them up and. Long story short, my partner, um, he obviously has to get tested as well. And it came back that he had uh, 0% morphology, Uh which basically means the shape of his sperm. He didn't have any that was um, the right shape to penetrate my eggs. Yeah. Which was really weird because he'd got his exes pregnant in the past. They'd like had miscarriages and stuff. But I was just like, that's crazy. So because he had his condition it was sort of like fast tracked. Oh, okay. You need IVF. Yeah. Um, which kind of worked in our favor because I don't know what would yeah. have happened otherwise. But must've been a surprise as well. If you didn't realize. Yeah. A real surprise. Cause I just thought it's just one of those things he has to do. I'm the issue. Mm-hmm. He's just got to do it because, you know, so I can obviously get some help. Yeah. And yeah, it turned out that he obviously needed a bit of help too. Um, some of my tests that had come back, I had low AMH Mm-hmm. Um, so my egg reserve was quite low for my age and one of my tubes was blocked mm-hmm. so it was sort of all three things had come at once it was just like yeah. oh my god it was just yeah. yeah overwhelming yeah really overwhelming and I just think when you're young and they don't teach you about these things they just teach you about how not to get pregnant condoms and you know yeah. the pill and the coil they don't they don't teach you about things like this and yeah, it's scary because I thought, oh, my God, if I've got hardly any eggs, I mean, what's yeah. going to happen? And yeah, yeah, so it was very stressful all in all. I uh, got referred for IVF. I was supposed to start March. Obviously, COVID mm-hmm. happened. Um, yeah. Is that the same as you guys? Yeah. 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 Um, so we got a call in May saying they were starting up. So we're getting all ready. And then they called us back. No, it's been cancelled. Um, so then we got to start in July, in the end, June, July. And yeah, I'm actually three months pregnant now. Yay! So yeah, <laughs> after awesome. that long-winded story, yeah, mm-hmm. I, 
I'm just I'm still in shock that it yeah. actually worked for me first time because all in my head all I was thinking is I just want some eggs to be frozen so I can get another chance sort of mm. thing. Yeah. I didn't even think it would work the first time. I still can't even say it out loud that I am pregnant and believe yeah. it. It's just it's crazy. It really is. And you've reached that kind of um goalpost really, haven't you? Because you're at you're into your second trimester if you're at three yes. months. Yeah. It's at the rule, yeah. basically. Like you can't really celebrate be too confident about stuff until you get into your second trimester or yes well yeah it's yeah pretty much no i mean is that the same for like normal like you know normal naturally conceived naturally conceived (laughs) stuff but with ivf because there's so much intervention that it's more it's like more secure in the first trimester if you know what i mean yeah would you think yeah yeah I think so. I mean, you get a scan at six weeks and that's obviously the heartbeat. So once you've sort of tick, okay, the baby's got a heartbeat. It's like, okay, the next one. And because you're on progesterone, um, like injections or pessaries until sort of 10 weeks, you kind of think, oh my God, when I stop them, what's going to happen? Is my body going to look after this baby? Because you're so used to all this help you've been getting. Yeah. so even now I'm I'm really worried. I can't enjoy it. I can't, I hopefully soon I will be able to, mm-hmm. but I just think because I've been on this journey and the IVF journey was so stressful and I just think I've not been able to relax and enjoy it. It's just like, oh my God, I want a baby, I want a baby, I want it now. And now it's like, oh my God, I've got it. What do I do? Like, what? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It, honestly, it really is. It's a weird situation because I'm sure you're probably looking at me thinking, oh my God, you're pregnant. Bloody no, celebrate it. No, no, no. Like, I... Becky gets a bit like that, but <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah, it's, it doesn't get to me as much. I know like you, because I'm the one that does the Instagram stuff and speaks to, um, you know other women like and like so we all support each other don't we the the ivf yeah. community is amazing oh, um, amazing yeah and i know that when people are successful and they do have that success story it's kind of like scared to talk you're, you can't really relax because you know you want it so mm. much and and because you've been so into it you do so much research that you kind of know what can and can't go wrong and you know I feel like yeah. it's hard, but maybe maybe the best thing to do is to just take a breath, or like a, a yeah. great person once told us, take three deep breaths. Yeah, my niece. <laughs> we asked we asked our uh, niece who's like five. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what what should you what what should sad people do if they feel sad and they want to feel better? And she just went, um, take three breaths. Oh, <laughs> oh so cute. It's not, <laughs> not bad advice, really. Yeah, yeah. No, it it's is. not. It's not. Yeah, it's I, um. Yeah. It is a lot to go through and I know it's really commonplace for people to feel really anxious and, yeah. and not be able but to fully relax into your pregnancy and enjoy it. Yeah. I think, do you think that's just uh, across the board for pregnancy in general? Uh, I think it's probably more heightened. Maybe it's safe to say it's more heightened for people who've been through for f- fertility struggles. Definitely, because, definitely. It's but, just so you, you can't quite believe that your body's done this. Like After six years of never, ever being pregnant my whole life, you just yeah. can't believe that, oh my God, it's worked. And you just, you don't trust your body. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. So yeah. what's Weird. the, um, so I got a few questions. Go for it. Thank yeah. you, my teachers. <laughs> pick me, pick me. Um, so did you talk about this with your friends and family throughout the whole process? Or is it, have you kept it kind of quiet? I did. I'm yeah. that type of person that has to tell everyone. Uh, a lot of people are not. 
but it just helped me to talk about it and it really did help me to have the support of everyone throughout i don't know how i would have done i it feel without. like i'm keeping a secret if i don't tell someone something yeah. like, yes yes it, it really bothers me like literally like i'll tell becky stuff she's like wait i don't even care why are you telling me this stuff <laughs> but, um, um yeah so we were talking about so you felt that like talking to people you know was you don't regret talking to people basically it was like being open no. about it was like a good thing yes um i think um, when I, because I am the type of person that I am and I do prefer to tell everybody just to get it off my chest, I just feel better. But then it sort of came to a, a sort of point where friends and family weren't really understanding the journey. Um, so I kind of thought, thought like, oh, I'm burdening them, you know, every time I'm just all going on about this IVF thing. So that's why I thought, let me make an IVF page. And then there's, you know, like-minded people like me, I can vent, they, they're they all interested in what I'm talking about. And I found that a godsend. I don't know what I would have done about that either. And that page so, <laughs> is, and that page is for people that are listening or whatever, uh, at IVF underscore UK underscore little underscore Lima. Yes. That's, that's cute. I like that. <laughs> well, yeah, my partner's surname's Lima. So yeah, little Lima will be oh. hopefully our baby. Yes. Oh. I thought <laughs> Lima, it, it, it's an animal as well though, right? It is, yeah, yes. spelled differently. Ah, right. Yeah, okay. spelled Dyslexia yes. strikes again. I thought you named it after, like, a cute little animal or something. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, um, happy coincidence, I guess. But, yeah. yeah. Yes. But, yeah, it does sort of ring a bit. Little Lima, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really cute. Um, And like us, like, I think you found loads of support and, like, help from that online community as well as from loads. friends. Loads. There was so much I did not have a clue about. I went into IVF thinking, oh my God, I'm going to, like, before I even, you know, um, started it, I thought literally you go in one day and they put it up you. I don't know where my yes. head was. Yeah. I honestly had no clue. Obviously, the, the nurses tell you. Um, but um, are you doing it NHS funded or privately or? NHS, yeah, fingers crossed. Right, yeah. Still waiting yeah. for a call, yeah. So, honestly, I don't know if it was just my clinic or... Oh, it was I got more support from you know that my IVF followers than I did from the clinic I was expecting you know everyone to be really friendly when you go in and because it's a horrible thing you have to do you yeah. can't have a baby naturally you know so I was just expecting all nice you know oh hi come in take a seat how are you no none of that it's literally yeah. like a cattle market and you know really? everyone they're always late they cancel appointments it, yeah so if you had but, your... you know it was worth it in the end i would do it yeah. again yeah but it yeah i wasn't prepared for it i was like if you look at my instagram at the beginning i was mm -hmm. so positive and yay let's do this you know i'm making a baby and yeah and then by the end i was like there's pictures of me crying and yeah, yeah you just don't realize how much of like an emotional you know, no matter how strong you think you are yeah and it's also all the drugs that you're taking as well. You don't realise how they're going to affect you. Like, I'm a nightmare when my period's coming anyway. Never mind yeah. all this stuff, you know, you're injecting into yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think Fuzz is looking forward to that when we actually get through to, I'm like... A, I'm a seasoned veteran. No. Like, I can, I, can, <laughs> I can handle it. Yeah, so how did you find all that, Niz? Um, you know, the actual process of, of um, the treatment and the medical intervention, kind of, how was it for you? For me personally, I mean, I've never been scared of sort of needles and injections. So that wasn't sort of a problem. 
but when it, it just feels very overwhelming when you go in there the nurse doesn't have a lot of time to explain things so you don't want to sort of be that burden oh what do you mean and because some yeah. of the medications you have to mix up and I remember on the first day when you get your medication it's not just like a one simple injection there's this on this day this at this time this on this time and I remember just looking and, I, and tears started rolling in my eyes and I just said to my boyfriend Yuri I said why why do I have to do this it's not fair why can't I just have a natural normal baby yeah. and I just felt like it's not fair why do I have to do this and so I had that on sort of day one and then you just get into a swing of doing it you really do but um what I wasn't prepared for was every sort of stage of the IVF you're on tender hooks it's like you're always waiting okay so you've got your scan okay how are the follicles looking oh they're looking not too great oh no and then you're on a downward and then you're on an upward yeah. it's literally like a roller coaster every single day you are I don't want to be negative sorry guys because I know you guys are going to go no, through don't it don't be silly but I think you need to be I, real yeah I, yeah, I think I'm this just is going to be, be real. Ups and downs. yeah yeah there's and I, be, I'm prepared for it to be really shit and terrible and not work and stuff so that if it does, it's a bonus. But like I've said this before, yes. I'm like a pessimistic person in general. So I'll always think yeah. of the, I'll plan for the worst. And then if it comes through, then it's like a bonus, isn't it? But, but I'm the, you know, I was the same. I was this, I am, I am the same in life. So I, all I wanted was a frozen one because in my borough, you only get one fresh frozen, one fresh cycle, and one frozen cycle. So I said I wanted to maximize all my NHS sort of freebies. Yeah. So I, I, I just didn't think because when I started my page, I didn't see anybody who'd got pregnant on the first go, and yeah. loads of people have said to me, "No, it doesn't work in the first go. It takes maybe a couple they're of goes. Um, scared to like tell people that it worked on the first go because people would be like, "Ah, oh, fuck's sake!" Like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 It's true. Maybe, I think it's a, I think it's quite hard to gauge um, how much is going on in that community because there's so many layers to it. Like people are scared. Yeah. People don't want to be insensitive to other people no. by saying stuff like, "Oh, I just got pregnant." It's it's a really tricky one. I I think if you if you're in that community and you're talking about stuff, you should be able to talk about everything. And if you're so having a, if you're having a tough time mm. and and things like that are gonna set you off, then the only way we can really deal with that is like if those people who are having a tough time maybe switch off, maybe get off social media for a little bit. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you can't really be on social media and have the rest of the world cater to you it just yeah. doesn't mm -hmm. work yeah yeah but obviously be sensitive and and, and yeah. whatever but you know if you struggled for six years to have a kid and then you mm -hmm. had a kid then you should be fucking happy about it and be allowed to like exactly. talk about it and be like yeah. you know i'm over the moon yeah like celebrate. yeah I, yeah it's true but and I, some I, people are I would hope some people would look at my page and think, oh my God, there's a success story, you know. Inspiration, yeah. Yeah, We've that's been what saying I for a few be. episodes that we want to have someone who's had success and it's really great to talk to you. I was uh, going back to um, your, you know, the difficulty that you had when you were stimming and like going through the 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 medicine part of it before you had mm -hmm. to transfer. Is that photo you just said before on your Instagram, you started off really happy and then ends up with a photo of you crying. Like I can, I can see that photo in my head still because <laughs> I've been following you for a while and I, I saw it and it's, it's really hard, isn't it? Because it mm -hmm. cuts you deep when you see people in pain, you know, like emotional pain, but it's yeah. physic physically, you can see it cause you're just, like crying and like talking about like, like yeah. trying to anticipate the negative stuff like i'm 
I, I don't know, like with, with us anyway, I'm mm-hmm. trying to think that like, say we go for a round and it doesn't work, that I'll be like disappointed, but me and you can still go for a walk, watch a sunset, have a kutch, like do all these things that like, can... <laughs> like How you romantic. gotta, no, but yeah. I mean, having, like, like we're not dead and it hasn't like, t- it hasn't mm. like taken part of our, what we have away. Yeah, it's 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 just something that we haven't got. So yeah. like, mm-hmm. I try and frame yeah. it in a way that it's yeah. like, okay, we haven't lost anything. Yeah, because we haven't got it to lose. Yeah. So going back to that picture, Niz, where were you when like where, I what was stage? in the bath. I was in the bath. Oh, um, well, so I was I I was I think I was still stimming then. I'm not sure. But at the same time, my partner's dad was really really sick in hospital. Oh. So we were dealing with um, sort of, yeah, the IVF side and his dad was really sick. It was sort of like 20% he was actually going to survive. Is so he okay bless- now? Oh yeah, he's out of hospital, oh, thank good, God. Good. I don't know how that happened, but yeah, thank God. Yeah. Um, so he's he's out of hospital. But um, So yeah, my boyfriend was obviously trying to be strong for me because I was going mm-hmm. through a lot mentally and obviously trying to be there for his family. And he had a lot going on with his dad. Yeah. So and obviously I was quite close to his dad as well. So obviously I'm upset about everything. And I, it ju- I just got very overwhelmed by it yeah. all. Um, and I just didn't feel supported by my hospital that I was, um, you know, obviously my um, the fertility clinic, I didn't feel supported by them. I kept phoning and never speaking to the same person. And yeah, um, yeah I, just, it, I just just felt really overwhelmed by it all. And it could have been the medication as well. I, I have no idea. It, they, they, it says there has lo- there's loads of side effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tried not to sort of look into the side effects because I thought, you know, like if you look into something, you think, oh my God, I've got yeah. that. So I'm that yeah. type of person. So yeah. 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 Uh, I think it's really, that's another um, bonus of like telling your friends about going through treatment and for the Instagram community because like it's really hard you know as soon as juggling IVF and real life as soon as something else tips the scale like you said in that case with your um partner's dad being poorly yeah like as soon as that tips it kind of just rocks the boat that little bit more and it becomes just hard to manage doesn't it exactly exactly you don't expect it and I and it was sort of like because he was so sick I said shall we stop doing you know this shall we delay it a bit because obviously this is crazy and he said no you know what what he what would make him happy you know is him to be a dad and you know his partner to be uh, his dad to be a granddad and he said you know that's the only thing that's sort of keeping him going is you know being there for me and so we decided yeah "Yeah, we'll keep going with it but yeah it was it was a tough time we did go Mm. through a lot yeah thank goodness and it was covid too so it was like oh because oh obviously we, we started J- june july so it was still yeah. you know covid was happening my boyfriend yeah. wasn't allowed with me to a lot of the appointments yeah um yeah so i don't oh yeah i wouldn't change it but it was a stressful time um, <laughs> yeah i bet it was i wanted to ask you said earlier that like you were open and honest with everyone about everything and you found it like to be really helpful but then you said uh, you found that at times like people weren't too understanding or anything like that could you maybe think of any sort of tips for people's families that you know that that could help well a lot of what you want me to sort of say some things that were not helpful or yeah yeah well what could <laughs> yeah. be done better for people that don't I think part... well I got I got the question a lot would you adopt and mm-hmm. that was kind of like 
no you know that's quite insensitive because I want my own baby you know and it's like yeah. I don't know I just I just sort of I just wouldn't say that I wouldn't recommend to say that to anyone talking about adoption because everybody wants their own baby you know well if yeah because um, if you if if you if you're doing IVF you obviously are quite keen for IVF right to work. so yeah to just casually yeah. go how would you adopt it's yeah. like yeah mm-hmm. I never and I got a lot of relax just relax it will happen mm. it's like no it's been six years i've you know it's not gonna happen you yeah know? i've taken loads of baths and i've had loads of massages <laughs> relaxing oh, isn't right. gonna help me relaxing is not gonna help it's not and you know, some people they just didn't get it you know because they found it really easy and um one one of my one of my um family members she gets pregnant really easily and she said something on the lines of oh you know oh how much is IVF I wouldn't be paying that that's way too much it's like but how can you put a cost on 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 a child just because you find it really easy you'd spend you know that much on a car or you know it's just like it's really insensitive and it's not a choice you know I'm not choosing to go and spend this money you know I have to if I want a child you know if it doesn't work and it just didn't work Um, So there were a lot of sort of insensitive comments. I don't think they actually meant it to be, you know, malicious or they just they just don't understand what it's like. Mm. Um, And people are saying, oh, you know, don't rush into IVF, just wait, because obviously I've only been with my partner. Um, two years so they were just like, oh you know and it's like well no I don't really want to wait I mean, you know, my AMH is low we yeah. both know we want to be with each other this is what we want and even if even and, if yeah. that was like not a consideration though like if you want a kid then yeah it's up to you isn't it like yeah. you can't yeah exactly yeah. exactly I think uh, often people come to you and they kind of listen and hear what you're going through and then kind of want to give you a solution you know yes yeah tell you how to fix it but no one can give you that they just need to be like no that sucks so yeah exactly they're two they're two tips that definitely uh people can maybe like share about with people that could uh, yeah i think just listening to what we're going through and just you know just have, be in that ear to listen. And, and I found, I liked it when people were interested and I was like, oh, so, you know, what? how long do you have to take your injections for and what do you need to take them for? And just being interested in the process because it is a process and it's, it's a very interesting, crazy process. And just having someone there to listen to you really yeah. helps, you know? Yeah. Because um, yeah. I think, like you said, you just, you didn't really know about the process. No one really learns no, about it. No, and it, it's no. It's so common that people really should be taught kind of in education, like you said, going back to when you were 15 and you were having periods like really frequently. Exactly. It's like that no one learns about IVF and doctor's solution to any kind of female problem is literally just go on the pill. And then loads of people mm-hmm. are on the pill for like 10, 15 years and don't yeah. even think about how that might affect them. Because even before that, I was having really, really painful periods. You know, when you know something's just not right, like they were really yeah. excruciating. Oh, do you want to go on the coil? I said, no, I don't want to go on the coil. You know, I want yeah. to find out what's wrong with me. Is that, just um, out of interest though, is the coil like meant to be less disruptive for uh, conception stuff than pills? There's two types. There's one that's a yeah. hormone type and one no, that's not. No, but I mean, not. just what you, from what you know, like from other people and stuff, would you, what well, would you just say that all contraception is like just as disruptive for like conception later on? I think any contraceptive with a hormone base yeah, I agree. is probably disruptive to your natural system. And, and the and coil co- is, yeah. I, the coil can be. I, I think contraception 
is really important, obviously. But I think anything to do with hormones, mm. if you d- if you're not addressing like your your actual hormone imbalance or yeah. problem, you're kind of yep. just covering up potential issues and not finding it, out exactly it's crazy what the how, root causes. Um, how important hormones are as well for like uh, like vitamin uh, D. Like we were COVID related stuff. So I was watching some medical thing. They were saying that like most people are vitamin D deficient. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It's either vitamin D or magnesium, but this one mineral or whatever, or vitamin, they're so like important that it's technically classed as a hormone. Mm. Like, mm. like if, if you don't have enough of it, the yeah. rest of your body morphs and changes and stuff. And so, obviously in Niz's case, you didn't find out that you had a block tube or the low AMH until you were much later on much later in your life whereas you could have found those problems so um when you were a teen probably Mm -hmm. you did some investigation then did they yeah they do smear tests and stuff like that when you're 21 oh yeah you do smear tests but they don't that doesn't uh sort of check anything to do with your fertility i know it wouldn't it be like good if there was some sort of i don't know how viable it would be or how expensive it would be if they could do it but if there was like a quick test that people could do when you're young to be like yep everything seems to be cool because they could probably address and like like i want i'm not a girl you know in schools i went to a boys school as well so i have zero reference for any of this stuff but like it seems that like you should like from what i perceive it's it's like girls don't really talk about it that much and people don't talk to them about like no like stuff mm. and you know we've spoken to loads of people that have had issues when they were younger that yeah so maybe that's something they should like that could be better if people were talking about it a bit so more. So much better, definitely. Definitely, definitely. So going back to your pregnancy, yay! <laughs> um, yay! Yay! Um, have you had your 12-week scan now? No, that's not until next Tuesday. So that's why I'm still like, I haven't sort of told everybody in at work. Yeah. All my friends internet. and family and stuff, no. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. the internet, yeah. But, um, <laughs> No, so I just said, I'll wait till next Tuesday and then, yeah, hopefully everything is okay. But I have had a few private scans. Because it's just, yeah, I have. Because it's just like, oh my God. The nerves are just like, oh my God. So, yeah. Yeah. I saw baby moving about a week ago. Yeah. So, hopefully, yeah, by next week, see a bit more. And was your partner able to come with you to those private scans? Yes. Yeah, see, the partner could come to the private scans. I don't know why, how, I don't know, but he could. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing well, because exactly that's one of the difficult things. Will he be able to come with you on Tuesday? Well, this is it. I don't know unless it's changed. I'm sure I didn't. I've seen, I saw my midwife on the 1st of September and she said yes, but you just don't know because the way things are changing. Yeah. Um, and it was a shame because he couldn't come to that first midwife appointment with me and they asked a lot of questions about him and his family history and you, I don't really know it. So it just would yeah. have made sense for him to be there. Yeah. But you just call him and have him on speaker, like, oh, hey. Oh, I know, literally. <laughs> but it's just, it's just, you just want that support. And it's like, you want him to feel involved in the baby, too, not like he's an outsider. And it's like, my baby. You yeah. want him to be, you know, as involved, which, yeah, I mean, yeah. with my um, fertility clinic, they did towards the end, he was allowed to come in for the scans and stuff. But we both had to sort of get COVID tested, which is, oh my God, the worst test ever. Really? yes like it's right down your throat and your nose and oh it's horrible but yeah like I said it's all worth it Mm -hmm. um and they're probably doing it to protect like the people going through treatment I guess that's they're not yeah that's probably the main reason in it like they're stopping people coming Mm -hmm. in because Mm -hmm. how annoying would it be if like 
you didn't have COVID, but your partner did. You both went in and then like six or seven people caught it and then the yeah. treatment got cancelled. You'd be like, ugh. No, it's true. It's my true. bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So we, I was more than happy to do the COVID test as long as, you know, I'd be, be happy to do loads of COVID tests if he could come with me for every yeah. appointment. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Even then, if you paid from yourself or whatever. Like, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we would do that. We would do that because he wants to be as involved as, as yeah. I am. Yeah, so, it's exciting yeah. for you both, isn't it? Exactly. It's his first baby, my first baby, you know, we want to enjoy it. And, You're lucky you yeah. get COVID tests. They're uh, pretty hard to get hold of at the moment i know right yeah Yeah, so obviously you said you're a bit nervous still about like believing that you're pregnant and everything but you are Mm -hmm. but you are um yeah so what are you looking forward to most do you think have you have you are you able to look forward yet are you kind of being hopeful or are you still taking it day by day yeah i'm just taking it day by day i think after the nhs scan next week i will me and my boyfriend said look we need to sit down and we need to you know talk about what we need to buy and get and you know we've we're only in a one-bedroom flat so yeah there's things we need to sort of discuss and i think then it all sort of become real but i'm just holding on to this nhs scan because um we're gonna do the sort of the testing you know for like down syndrome and chromosome um disease and stuff so um we're just sort of holding on hoping everything's okay and yeah yeah I think after that I'm hoping that I can actually relax yeah I hope yeah I hope you have to let us know though like make when yeah when you or we'll well, I don't know yeah. but we want to know we want to know everything's good so yeah, yeah. oh great oh, guys that'd be fantastic yeah, yeah um so you can have me back home when I've got my big belly yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. when you've got your big belly and then when you've got your baby in your arms that's it and I can say look this is uh you know IVF first time I never thought it would happen yeah um but they did transfer two embryos um inside me oh really which yeah they did I didn't think they would because I'm young they sort of say yeah. after 35 they would transfer to it's like a hedge in your bed thing yeah but then when I got there um because obviously um we had ICSI yeah because of my partner's sperm mm-hmm. so um they had only four had managed to fertilize and um make it to day five mm-hmm. um but none of them were great quality um they were yeah. sort of good to average and two are really average um so they sort so i think if they were all like excellent quality they would, would have only put one but because yeah. they were just sort of average good i think they just put two to sort of give me a good chance of becoming pregnant yeah um and that's where another thing where my friends and family not all only a couple were not very supportive because obviously i've, I've put two embryos and i said there's a really low chance of having twins but they were all yeah. so excited thinking twins 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 yeah so obviously when I was pregnant, um, when I found out I was pregnant, they were like, oh my God, so how many is it? And then you go for your scan at six weeks yeah. and it will say how many. And then obviously it was only one. They were like, oh, you know, and it was just like, well, what do you mean? Oh, I've got a baby. That's all I ever yeah. wanted. Like, it, it was like, they were not some were quite disappointed. It was like, well, that's not cool. Like that just yeah. kind of made me feel like, because it is a bit upsetting to sort of think, oh, you've lost one. Yeah. already without people sort of adding in there you know yeah i wouldn't think um, about it like that though i would just think yeah. I, had, I, would I had zero and now i have one yeah yeah, yeah. but that's how i was thinking mm. until people yeah. were sort of saying things and it's like oh my god but i guess they don't understand it in yeah. my head you know I, it was just the best chance to get one and in my head i was sort of thinking it's not going to work in because i am a pessimist and yeah. you know they're only average quality mm-hmm. and you know um but yeah so yeah uh, i got one 
Yeah, and like work and stuff like that. Like you're a teacher as well, as because Becky is as well. And like, do you, you know, because the current situation is a bit Mm -hmm. weird at the moment and stuff. Like, do you know what happens? Does anything change for you when you get pregnant and working and stuff? Or well, I'm still currently waiting for my risk assessment meeting with the head teacher, which is yeah, taking ages. Hold your breath, um, walk through the hot, yeah. Walk, honestly, go through the corridors, I mean, hold your breath, you'll be fine. Yeah, thing. I mean, obviously PPE is optional, but because I'm teaching early years, they need to see, you know, my mouth and I mm. find it really difficult to teach like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not wearing PPE, which, yeah, it might be not, not a good idea, but I just think I don't, I'm not doing my job properly if... Um, you know, I'm wearing it with a mask on. You know, how am I supposed to teach phonics? And you know, you know how it is. You need to do all the actions, and you have to be all animated, and it's it's really really difficult. Um, but yeah, we are. You know, we've got measures in place, and you know, I'm trying not to be so close. And you know, we're washing our hands all the time. And yeah, I mean, it's it's not that different in the earliest because we're not social distancing. So yeah, I'm just. I guess I'm just hoping everything is okay. And they do say pregnant women are not that much at risk if you catch it it's not like the end of the world from what i've been researching but you, you never know do you is it later on in your pregnancy where they yes. say that you shouldn't work yes they say they say there's more of a risk but then the government are so you know there's no Iffy. actual oh you know yeah there's no oh, when you get to this you know many months you must stop or it's not safe there's nothing it's go, just, outside. Oh, me- go outside yeah, go outside don't go outside if you can don't go outside if you can like literally so yeah i guess we just have to see how it goes um yeah. well um yeah. a good person that you might want to check out is one of our previous guests uh from uh, oh, facility just... network uk yeah because they're all about okay. like, rights and stuff like that. are you a member of a teacher oh. union as well yes your headmaster's gonna hate me asking this <laughs> but, yeah i was gonna say like it's really important to be a member of a yeah. teaching union especially yes, now no, when, definitely like, definitely they're just like oh yeah. teachers yeah just go and go in a box of kids and yeah you know. exactly Fertility exactly. Network but, UK yeah they're a charity okay we? I will but, get on them yeah but yeah. they're good if for you like cha- you know they sort of champion working you know workers rights and all that kind of stuff yeah. so you know. great but yeah I mean it's, you got you got it you got it in in hands you're all yeah. good yeah yeah it is it is it yeah. is oh I'm so glad for you I'm glad you were one of the couples that you know it worked first time because you you know obviously that's that's everyone's dream everyone's dream and it is such a long there's such a long process to go through that you so deserve it you so deserve it oh thank you well when do you guys start well we're still waiting so um, oh yeah you said you're waiting for the phone call right the end of this month it was meant to be the 29th today so we'll i'll have my phone (laughs) right next to me tomorrow (laughs) fertility network wheels i did phone them a lot today just to check um but i just got the answer phone so you have to honestly keep on them and even if you sound like an annoying person you have to because that's just how i felt you have to yeah because they just forget about you it's like they've got so many people yeah. you're just like a statistic i honestly thought you'd go in and they'd be like oh come and sit down yeah. Do you want to oh you've tea? been through so much yeah right that, but no it's not at all it's so cold and yeah you might have a lovely clinic you might yeah. have, you know you might have a completely different um you know perspective of it than i did but maybe i was just too positive in thinking it's going to be this amazing um you know lovely caring you know scenario but no but you know I hope that yours is completely different you can come on and you can share 
you know, your side of the story, because I'm yeah. sure everybody's got different, um, you know, experience. sort of views, yeah, and experiences yeah. and stuff, yeah. We'll let you know. Yeah, well, we'll definitely yes. get you back and we'll keep in touch and stuff, yeah. but it was awesome Lovely. To, uh, to speak yeah. to you today. And good luck for your 12-week scan. I can't Thank wait to find so out Thank you so much. It. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. It's been no lovely problem. to share my story. Thanks for coming on. And anyone who's uh, listening, go and check out Nizza's instagram page um at ivf underscore uk underscore little underscore lima <laughs> we'll put a link in the podcast too so you can go oh thanks guys oh, cool brilliant. right Thank well you. um we'll see you in a bit then cool. see you in bye. a bit bye i really enjoyed that podcast it was really nice to speak to niz and her story and this uh you know positive like we like we talked about yeah yeah um, it's a it's a weird area, especially in the trying to conceive community. When people have good news, a lot of, it seems like a lot of people are they always second guess themselves or they talk. You know, they think, oh, should I be sharing this? And I think, fuck yeah, like this. Yeah. Hear about the positive stuff because yeah. I'm positive. I don't know if you hear the conversation I have before <laughs> this, but but um, you know, it's I'm trying not to be annoying. I'm trying not to be not a positive you. nag, but I'm being positive because. That's Fuck being fine. negative. I don't like it. Yeah. Don't like it. Don't mm-hmm. like it. Yep. You do. That's a pressure of Becky's head. Yeah. So yeah, so, I agree with you. I think it's really important to share the the hope. Yeah. You know, the hope and the good in, stories. That could be us in five months' time. It might not be. Fingers Probably crossed. won't be. But it could be. So could why be. not? Why not think that it could be the positive instead yeah. of the negative? Yeah. Like Niz said, kind of like a positive pessimist. Yeah. Like be expect the worst and then. Anything better is good. Do you know what I thought about the other day? Like, if this was, like, 20, 30 years ago, we wouldn't have the option of IVF. If we uh, were just born in a different time. No, it's it's been around for just over 40 years. Okay, well, I obviously got my maths wrong. Yeah. But, like, if I just change the number, <laughs> what I said makes sense. Yeah. yeah, you're right. But Niz was, she's just a lovely person, you know? Like, I, I just felt like when we were speaking to her, you like, you just smile. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I Even mean, though my face does this natural thing where I'm like, <laughs> you've got resting bitch face how dare you <laughs> um yeah it's just nice that you can talk to people that you've never met before and feel like you know them really well mm. so that was lovely and um yeah go and follow niz on at ivf underscore uk underscore little underscore lima because um she's got loads to share and, and we will put that very long uh, username yeah. which we might have said wrong in the description i said it right that time well you know just covering our backs yeah so hopefully it'll be great to have niz on when um when she's a I bit a further down the line in yeah. her pregnancy i got a question for the viewers do you think becky could cut it as a blue peter presenter let us know i'm gonna put a poll out <laughs> on the instagram oh. no i think yeah i'm hearing a lot of blue peter tones coming from of course you i would i am a blue peter presenter Connie. hello my initials used to be bp well becky parker ah not Rebecca Parker. Well, they can be anything. No, I just, I've, I've got flexible names. I don't, who are you? I don't even who know. Who are you? Who are you? Are you Chris or are you Fuzz? What? Nobody knows. Exactly. Your brother didn't know my, my <laughs> actual name. I know. For about six years. Eight, yeah. <laughs> Would you Fuzz say, mind if I call him Charlie? I was like, well, he's pretty laid back, so no. He's pretty laid back, yeah. Um, uh, so I think what we're going to wrap up with today, we're going to say that today has been a shit day for us. Yeah, but... But tomorrow is round the corner. Exactly. Every day is a new day. And like you say, there's things to be grateful for. And 
and stories to listen to that bring hope and positivity. So mm-hmm. um, keep your chin up. And if you need to have a cry, cry. If you need to have a hug, hug. <laughs> if you need to have but, a drink, drink. And if you need to be positive, and if, positive. And if you're on your own and you're not talking about all this stuff with people. Yeah. Talk to us. Talk to strangers. Talk to talk to us. Yeah. Send talk, us a message send, on Instagram you know, like, or Facebook or... Like, you know, talk to... There's loads of people in the trying to conceive community they probably yeah. hate me right now for being Mr. Positive. Like, oh, it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll work out. It'll be fine. But I'm not going to change. So yeah, don't suffer in silence. And if your husband is forcing you to be positive and you don't want to, come say hey to me. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, like, I can't imagine how tough this must be for someone that doesn't talk about it with anyone. Yeah. Like, so, and I, there's no judgment. Like, if that's what you've decided to do, then that's, that's cool, whatever. But when things go shit, or when things, when you're having a rough day, then, uh, I don't know, don't suffer alone. Like, try, check in and have a chat with everyone. Yeah, do. Please get in touch. That's what we're here for, and that's why we're doing this podcast. Nice, clean sign-off. Yeah, that's it. Oh, you ruined it <laughs> no, every time. I'm like, yeah, it was, it was really good speaking to Niz. Speak to us if you're feeling like crap, or you just want to say hi, or if you've got any questions. And we hope you enjoyed episode 18. And let us know if Becky could be a Blue Peter presenter. Yeah, OMG, episode 18. Bye. Bye.